Welcome to the Everyday Vacation Podcast. My name is MJ Gordon, minimalist entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, and I'll be sharing with you resources, people, and messages to help you create more balance and energy so you can live life on your terms. Thank you for being here with me today. Let's get the vacation vibes rolling. Recently, I've begun a new daily routine that has dramatically changed my life. And what's interesting about this routine is that it is something I didn't realize I absolutely needed. Many of you know that I struggled with recovering from adrenal fatigue for a very long time. In fact, I spent about 10 years not realizing I actually had a physical issue that was causing me to feel exhausted, unmotivated, and stuck. And my YouTube channel has been a dedication to my journey of discovering and recovering from chronic adrenal fatigue. And if you've seen at least a few of my videos, you will know that I highly encourage a lifestyle that supports stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. In essence, I want you to teach your mind and body to relax and eventually make it an automatic habit. Interestingly, when I recovered from adrenal fatigue, there wasn't a specific day or moment that I realized I was suddenly cured. In actuality, I still felt a lot of the same things that I felt before. The only difference is my ability to be resilient among those stressful situations and bounce back from more challenging or exhausting events without burning out. But I still wanted to discover if I can truly feel amazing. You know the way you used to feel when you were a little kid, like full of energy, almost oblivious to external discomforts like wet shoes or forgetting a jacket when it's cold outside? And that's when I started to fine tune or refine my lifestyle and habits. I first began with broader strokes such as looking into what foods I might be more sensitive or resistant to, as well as environmental factors that could be causing more stress to my immune system in addition to the same key factors for recovery. Am I getting enough sleep? Aware of my pH and blood sugar balance? All the things that we've been discussing here. What I failed to realize is that there was still another level to energy and health. There's still an upgrade to feeling even better, becoming even more focused and clear, finding even more motivation and having even more resilience. And I didn't realize it until I recently experienced one full week of the worst migraine I have ever had in my life. Let me tell you, it was awful. It was one of those where I had to shut myself in a dark room, hide under a pillow, sleeping all day because my head was heavy and there was this sharp sensation. I've just never experienced anything like it before. But anyway, I believe when your body is in balance and it's healthy, it doesn't chronically complain. Sure, it'll tell you when it's too cold or if your bedtime is getting late, uh, but there will be rarely any abrupt symptoms that are life altering and debilitating such as this migraine I was experiencing unless something's severely out of line. So of course, I began to wonder, research, ask. I spent the week visiting a few doctors to discover that my atlas, otherwise known as your first cervical vertebrae here in your spine, was twisted to the side and pinching this nerve in my neck, causing an occipital headache. Two of the doctors I visited told me this wasn't something that could be treated instantly, but would go away with time and consistent effort. 
As always, I'm a big fan of taking in information, combining it with a number of different expertise or specialist advice, as well as your own experience and research in order to give you the best chance possible to create a full and personalized approach to your health. Mainly what this made me realize was that even though my blood tests showed up as perfectly balanced, my life wasn't. And all it takes is a brief moment of honesty to know exactly how true that is. I frequently, weekly, get to bed later than anticipated. Being a multi-certified yoga instructor, I know the importance of having a daily stretch routine and regularly implementing some form of self-massage such as foam rolling. But in all honesty, I might get to that once, maybe twice a week. I also know what foods create more sensitivity and resistance in my body. However, I was only exercising this knowledge when I felt like it. I knew this was the time I needed to revamp. I was more motivated than ever to never experience a migraine like this again. Not only was it painful and uncomfortable, it cost me a lot. Time with my family, time and ability to accomplish work and feel good about life. So here's what I did. I created a new daily routine that would set me up for success and fill in all these gaps that I knew I was neglecting. And I was really astounded by how immediately life-changing it was. Not only did I recover from my migraine within two or three days, not weeks or months like the doctor had said, I was feeling better than ever since I developed adrenal fatigue. I was more energetic, accomplished more in my day. And here's the kicker. At that time, I was three months pregnant. Five months now, three months then. When life changes or new stressors occur, like a new job, moving, or getting pregnant, you need to have a backup plan to increase that level of support for your mind and body. While I certainly implemented a number of changes during pregnancy, I knew the previous mentioned were still out of line. So additionally, something had to be done. The doctor told me because I was so used to exercising daily, things like running, dancing, my more gentle, methodical approach to daily exercise or not exercising at all during this pregnancy was actually causing my spine to compact. He told me to put more spring in my spine. Fun fact, the spine doesn't have the ability to pump fluids through it. It relies solely on our movement to create a sort of spring or pumping action throughout the spine. At least that's what he told me. So one of the first things I started to do was add a little more bounce in my step and more regular movement that created more of this spring. Mind you, this was against the grain of what I felt like my body wanted to do. My head was pounding, so I only sprang as much as was comfortable and did not do anything that felt like it worsened the pain. I also implemented one yoga or stretching session per day in addition to a daily foam rolling session. I tightened up and prioritized my morning and bedtime routines. Evening routines now began at eight instead of 9 p.m. Upon waking, my routine consists of meditation or visualization, followed by reading, stretching, our regular morning homestead routine, like checking on the chickens and gardens, and then breakfast with Spanish lessons. That leaves me with enough time to start work around nine or 10 a.m. There's flexibility there for those mornings I could use some extra sleep or maybe a slower morning flow. 
something I'd normally adjust in my bedtime, but considering this is pregnancy, I found that it was helpful to have more fluidity and maintain that PNS activation, you know, that parasympathetic nervous system we mentioned earlier. Um, that topic is saved for another time, but if you want to know more about how to cultivate a lifestyle around this, feel free to check out the Level Up program. I'll stick the link in the video description below. But anyway, starting each day like this actually gave me more of a head start and more time in my day. Like I ended work around 4 p.m., give or take. Um, I got to foam rolling session before having a few hours to hang out with the family. This in and of itself was absolutely liberating. I was no longer scrambling and dragging to accomplish my stuff. And I was extremely proficient throughout the whole day. I had all this extra time to play and do what I wanted. I'd say that alone made the effort totally worth it. Making dinner starts at a specific time in order for bedtime routine to begin at 8 p.m. By 9 p.m. the kitchen is clean, you know, bathroom hygiene routine complete, and I'm in bed with a book and asleep, hopefully before or around 10. If you've watched my recent bedroom design video, you'll notice I've swapped my evening yoga session for the mornings. This again is to accommodate pregnancy. Usually by the end of the day, I'm ready to feel like laying down and I don't feel like incorporating anything physical, even if it's a relaxing routine. The important thing is that there's flexibility for your specific lifestyle and that routine can be adjusted as needed. Keep in mind, I say adjusted as needed, not as preferred. So this doesn't mean adjusting the routine because you don't feel like doing a part of it today or because it's more convenient to your social life. We're really positioning ourselves for the most energy and best success possible. To exemplify, I originally started this new routine with a specific wake up time and I realized it was more restorative and I felt more focused and readiness with, you know, a little more flexibility in the mornings makes sense for this phase of life I'm in. These specifics are something that you discover for yourself by actually implementing a consistent routine and experimenting with your approach. So key elements to creating a routine for yourself. I'm not actually endorsing that you follow my specific routine, but I share this with you so you can get an example of what key elements may look like for you. Number one, rev up and rev down. Meaning in the mornings, don't just hop to it right away. I know so many motivational books and speeches talk about jumping right out of bed and into freezing shower water or whatever, but if you're struggling with energy and looking to build more, this is counterproductive. Your mind is in a highly restorative and subconsciously open disposition when you wake up. This is a magical time to maintain that state and cultivate that flow for the rest of your day. You'll notice your mind and body become more naturally alive as you implement this each morning. Similarly, in the evenings, if you want deeper and more restful sleep, you'll wanna wind down. Don't watch action movies or look at one last email before turning the lights out. You wanna work backwards, sort of, from your morning routine and find ways to relax your mind the closer you get to bedtime. So your mind and body are primed to slip into deep sleep and to stay there. So what can you do to slowly start to wind up in the mornings? Some people like to implement breathing techniques or listen to affirmations. This is when I like to meditate or visualize. In the evenings, after I read and turn the lights out, I similarly visualize and run through the things I'm grateful for in my day. 
The focus also brings a sense of positive peace as I greet sleep willingly. Step two, begin to incorporate more mind, things like journaling, reading, or maybe this is where you visualize. Both morning and evening, I choose to read here. Sometimes in the morning, my reading is short and I'll take the time to journal or tend to some personal practices like reflection or artistic visualization, which is just a fancy way of saying I do fun art that helps me align more with my goals, such as a vision board or illustrating a future story I envision for myself. Get creative, but make sure the space is more fun and less about problem solving or heavy thinking. Next, add the body. So I actually neglected my daily yoga session because we started homesteading and I thought the morning garden walks were enough. And I wanted to point this out because it's a great example of why it's important to remove the idea that there is anything specific you should be doing, but rather focus on implementing the very things that bring the most benefit toward how you feel and function throughout the day. I'm fortunate in that if I need to omit the garden walk, my husband can quickly address those responsibilities. He's also a great role model and someone who's incorporated a daily routine for most of his life and so is able to be more efficient in pretty much every aspect of his day. He does not live on an energy deficit and he is also not growing a human baby. (laughs) So lastly, we have to take care of the body. Mornings and evenings usually consist of hygienic and eating routines. So find the best places you can incorporate these. During my adrenal fatigue days, the first step was to feed the body before getting to anything else. As mentioned, keep yourself open and flexible to customize the best routine for you as your life changes and you know different lifestyles, different stages. I know for many of you, it may feel like you simply do not have the time and energy to incorporate these routines. If you are in a place you feel like you don't have the time and energy, then you absolutely need to create these routines. These routines bring resilience and stability to your day. You will have more energy, proficiency, and time, exactly the things you feel like you lack now. This is how you obtain them. In the words of Brendan Burchard from this week's book that I'm reading, High Performing Habits, excellent book. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. You simply cannot beat the norms if you've driven yourself into the ground. High performers sustained success is due to a large part their healthy approach of living. If you haven't checked out this book, I am personally recommending it because it is 100% the most practical and straightforward advice for high achieving boss parents like you and me. So thank you for spending a little time with me today. If you can think of anyone that can benefit from today's episode, please share this with them. Also, if you haven't already, follow me on social where I post personal insights and practical tips to increasing your energy and success. Subscribe for more and I'll catch you next time.